Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have hit the midway point in the week as we build up to the biggest show on the sporting calendar here in the United States. We're in Las Vegas, the fans are arriving in their thousands, and there's a buzz around Radio Row as up to 6,000 members of the media descend on the city. It's all about the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, and who will hold the Lombardi Trophy aloft this Sunday. So let's turn the page and continue our build up to Super Bowl 58. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. That's right, Las Vegas is a bustle now with people, throngs lining either side of the strip and spilling out into the surrounding areas as well. We are in the heart of the media centre in Mandalay Bay Hotel where Radio Row is situated this week. Members of the local media, national media, international media all huddled together. I say huddled together. We are in a cavernous convention room but it is packed with members of the media from all around the world. Obviously, we're from the UK. I've seen people from Japan, Australia. Uh, wherever you, they have American football, that country is represented. And we're told, obviously, that this game will be broadcast live to 190 countries in 25 different languages. The spotlight of the world centers on Las Vegas this week as we build up to Super Bowl 58. And for the players themselves as well now, as that day looms ever closer, so do, too does the anticipation and maybe a little tension as well because the prize on offer is the biggest in this sport, the Vince Lombardi Trophy and the weight of expectation on both sides should not be underestimated. All the talk this week obviously has surrounded the Kansas City Chiefs and whether or not they can go back to back and claim their third Lombardi Trophy in the space of just four years. And equally, the San Francisco 49ers, can they end their 29-year drought and finally bring another Vince Lombardi back to the Bay Area? For one of their, their members, offensive lineman Jake Brendel, he wasn't even sure he'd be playing in the NFL again just three years ago, let alone be appearing in a Super Bowl. Three years ago, he wasn't playing football at all. So I caught up with him earlier this week to find out 
what he makes of all this and how he's got his head around it. 2019 and 2020 were rough years for me in my in my uh, career. Uh, didn't didn't see the field at all, um, except for in preseason, and um, it was really a tough a tough time. But at the same time, in 2020, I I uh, dedicated five days a week to get in the best shape of my life. Uh, I came back to. Uh, the 49ers during training camp and the OTAs uh, coming out of 2020 into the 2021 season in the best shape of my life. And I knew exactly what I could do. I just needed to prove to the coaching staff and the front office that I can still do it. On that note, Jake, does this mean more to you now, given the path that you've trodden? And, and do you value it more because of it? Uh, yeah, I mean, Super Bowl is I mean, it's the most, most important football game of your life, right? And you just want to make sure that you're as prepared as you can going into it. And, uh, you know, you just don't let the other team take it from you. Savor every moment. No doubt. Graves on Gridiron. Just a, a little peek into the mind of one of the players that will be involved on Sunday. Jake Brendel, of course, overcoming adversity on the road to being in Las Vegas this week. As he pointed out there several years ago, he wasn't even sure that there was going to be a career for him uh, left it in the NFL. So to get to this point and now know that he's on the verge of perhaps realising all his dreams as a professional footballer, I think anybody can put themselves in his shoes and understand the magnitude of this occasion uh, and what playing the Super Bowl means to him. Of course, the players were made available, um, each and every one of them, on opening night on Monday evening to the media. There is still a little bit of player availability uh, to be concluded, up to and including Thursday. But by and large, in the main, they're now tucked away in their hotels and the coaching staff very much concentrating their minds on the job at hand in the Super Bowl this coming Sunday afternoon. But, of course, for us in the media, as I said right at the top of, of the show, 6,000 members of the media all descending on Las Vegas, Nevada. And whether it is one of the broadcasters, uh, the columnists, the pundits, or it's just a fan in the street, without exception this week in Las Vegas, every person has an opinion on this Sunday afternoon's matchup in the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. And that includes a good friend of mine from Sports Radio 1310, the ticket in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Bob Sturm, very well-respected broadcaster uh, in the United States, usually focuses, by and large, on, on the Dallas Cowboys. They're the team, of course, in, in that part of the world. But his organization are here in Las Vegas this week because this is the event that brings America to a halt on Sunday. And I was delighted to invite him along to our table on Radio Row and break down the matchups within the game this coming Sunday and just get his take on what could prove to be the decisive factor when the 49ers and Chiefs go head-to-head -head this Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. Thanks for jumping on, Bob, because I know you've got a full schedule yourself uh, later this afternoon with your programming. Um, but... Radio Row is never the same two years running, is it? Uh, and Las Vegas, first visit for the NFL as well. Um, to this point, seems to be living up to the bill billing, but there's a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the idea of it being in Las Vegas is crazy because, like, eight years ago, there was all sorts of... Uh, the, the Tony Romo thing uh, with fantasy football. Tony Romo wanted to put on a show about fantasy football, and the NFL kiboshed it because uh, it was too close to gambling. And uh, in those eight years, the NFL has run into the uh, welcoming arms of, uh, of gambling and uh, caught up with the rest of the world. Uh, so, so, yeah, now they're married, and, uh, and uh, it's pretty wild that the Super Bowl is here. But yet again, for your home market, 
There's no Dallas Cowboys. Now, now I know growing up, you grew up in, West Con in Wisconsin, yes, Packers fan, um, but you spent much of your working life in the Fort Worth area. And for the, the team that's the richest sports organization in the world across all sports to not even make it to an NFC championship game in 28 years, I guess if nothing else, it gives the, the local networks plenty to talk about. Yes, and it makes the local uh, fans uh, very defeated, and uh, they lose all optimism. And uh, it's guys, up to guys like me to continue to cover the team as the best we can, but we don't really have to clear our calendar for Super Bowl week, usually for Cowboy endeavors. But 10,000 days in the wilderness has uh, tried everybody's patience uh, to the uh, highest degree, uh, and then this year's defeat. Uh, kind of sent the uh, the hearts back to sadness. Uh, they, they they don't. It's a whole generation of cowboy fans that have never seen a, a winner, and and uh, you know the rest of the world kind of laughs because the cowboys were so insufferable for three decades. I'm sure, but uh, this last generation, it's uh, it's it's famine. Uh, they enjoyed the feast, and now they're they're not enjoying the famine as much. Yeah, absolutely. We'll discuss that in greater detail a, a little later on. But let's turn our attention to the focus of this week: a repeat of the Super Bowl four years ago, yes, the best team in the NFC against what many would argue coming into this week is is the best team of the current generation yeah and and you know it's 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 a great conversation isn't it so you when you talk about a team that's been favored in every game this season that's san francisco a complete team really great defense phenomenal offense with playmakers at every position and so it's like okay how, who can handle these guys and then on the other side it's a team that in my opinion is one win from a dynasty yeah so i have very strict benchmarks on what we throw around dynasty all the time it's got to be three titles in the span of six years that's in, in every sport if you can win three and six or or four and eight you are a dynasty everyone else are just really good teams that could have been better and so the Chiefs are right on that doorstep and they have obviously the best player of this generation in Patrick Mahomes and and you know we've been covering him since he was in college at Texas Tech playing losing football so to see him grow into this greatest of all time discussion at least is crazy but you know it's kind of like I said the ballroom is or the barroom discussion is best quarterback or best team who do you like in those matchups and that makes it fun. Well, and to that end, when you look at this this weekend's matchup, for five years, the Kansas City Chiefs have always been about the offense, the Mahomes to Kelsey connection. This year, that's not necessarily been the case. And yet, when it's mattered most, they've still found a way to win. Yeah, and, you know, and people often say it's his worst team. I don't agree. I don't, you know, nobody should agree with that. You can say it's worst offense in terms of playmakers or explosiveness, but it's his, one of his better teams because the dream for a quarterback is I get help from my defense. I don't have to score 35. I can win in Baltimore with 17. That's Mahomes has never seen that, and so you know we're now entering the phase of of Mahomes' career where it's almost Tom Brady-like, where I can beat you any way you want. We can do this 10 different ways. Uh, it could be uh, explosions or it can be death by a thousand paper cuts. And, and, you know, that's the true test of greatness is can I beat you without my best or can I beat you with, you know, beating zones instead of beating man, be, with short plays instead of long plays. And so Mahomes is that guy. And with that defense from uh, Steve Spagnuolo, who has put together a wonderful team with that gets past pressure so well, covers in the back, you know, they, they are formidable to say the least. Well, if Mahomes is that guy, what guy is Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the, the San Francisco 49ers? Because whether he likes it or not, he's got a history in, in the Super Bowl of blowing double-digit leads. It's happened twice in the last yeah. seven years. He, he could have had two Super Bowl winners' rings quite right. conceivably at this point. He doesn't have any. 
How much does that weigh on his shoulders and that of his team coming into this weekend? I, I would imagine a lot, but I'll also tell you he is on the extremely short list. In fact, he might be the only guy on the list that I would I would trade two first round picks to go get him. Like he is a coach that is unbelievable. Uh, in, in all my work with Troy Aikman, uh, who does so much broadcast work, he is he's told me a number of times like if we, if there's one coach that you want in this league, it's it's Kyle Shanahan. So it's weird that he does have this inability at the end, or maybe it's coincidence. Whatever you want say he hasn't done the big trophy yet and so when that happens I think we'll, we'll have to start talking about Shanahan where he rightfully belongs but his work in San Francisco and really his work as an offensive designer going back to Atlanta going back to Washington anywhere you want to go in his career he has such a feel for modern offense he has, he has influenced so many coaches now down in Miami over in Green Bay you know all these different places that have uh, Houston that have Shanahan clones now running their team so his influence is unbelievable Obviously, he owes his dad a fair amount for that influence, but uh, the Shanahan family has really, you know, shown us how how innovation can keep moving the sport forward and and advancing what works and what doesn't work generation to generation. And I guess we may well find out some of those answers this Sunday afternoon, as we might have about Brock Purdy as well, because it's a sensational story right. from Mr. Irrelevant to starter in a Super Bowl inside just two years, yeah. and yet. I've heard it here already in the 48 hours I've been in Vegas said a number of times. We think he is perhaps more of a game manager than a game breaker. Yeah. Can that really be accurate? Is that fair, having seen what we have to this point? It's such an overanalyzed position, and I will put my hand up uh, as, as, as one who, when he left Iowa State, I'm like, this guy probably makes the league, probably is a good backup. There's no way he's a starter. And there's certainly no way he's a starter for a Super Bowl team or a Super Bowl champion. So what we're seeing now is a lot of guys like me saying, well, I guess none of that mattered because he is now one game away from immortality. And then what do you say? So, I, you know, what I saw at Iowa State, and it's interesting because Patrick Mahomes also had a very underwhelming college career. And so we see that you are allowed to improve. You are allowed to join a team that now has advantages personnel-wise around you that makes you better. Uh, there's just, and, and coaching, you know, and, and who you become come in contact with. There's so many things about this position that we think about all the time here when we love this sport. It's all about quarterback, 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 quarterback. And so we can measure certain things, arm strength, speed, all these things. We can't measure cognitive abilities at the same level. And he does have an ability to see the game at a high level. And he also meets those moments where he has to figure out a solution on the fly, and he does it. So, you know, we can we can sit there and watch his tape all day and then say, well, he can't do this and this and this. What I've learned is we probably should also focus on what can he do. And what we've seen in these playoffs is not perfect from Brock Purdy at all. But he has figured out a solution to his problems in time. And that's the sport. That's the job. And, and he's done that very well. So he's going to make absurd amounts of money uh, very soon. And especially if he can close this deal Sunday, he'll be a made man. You know, there's nothing we can, any, nobody can say anything once you're holding that trophy uh, about a guy's career because that's, that's the Mount Everest of the sport. As you see it then from your perspective, what is the key to this game from both sides' point of view? How do they win it? Well, I, you know, to, for me, the key for the 49ers is to not fall behind. 
We've seen Green Bay get ahead of them. We've seen Detroit get ahead of them. But both of those teams were kind enough to turn the ball over and to give them chances to, to grab that game back. Kansas City won't do that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has made zero, zero turnover-worthy plays in these playoffs. He is not making mistakes. You should not expect turnovers. You should not expect him to help you. So the way the 49ers can win this game, in my opinion, is run the football, get a lead, and play the game on your terms. Do not start slow. Do not start nervy. You know, if any of these things, and, and it's looked like an issue those first two games, but maybe on Sunday they can start on their front foot, maybe even win the toss and go down and score, and that will be their key to victory because uh, they can win this game for sure. They're favored, but they can't play this game from behind. From a Chiefs standpoint, you know, I really think so much of that is like, Maybe we just stop thinking and say they have that guy who is Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods at times where you're just like you have this relentless force of nature who figures it out. And Mahomes is so good. And then Kelsey is such a matchup problem. Their offensive line it has to be better than they were in that Super Bowl they lost to Tampa Bay. But I'll tell you, my if you ask for a pick, I'm taking Kansas City. But... I can't get out of my head Nick Foles beating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl five, six years ago. And so, so many times we talk for a week or two weeks about this game and we have it all figured out and then the game happens and it's nothing like we imagined. I mean, it's sports. It's why we love this thing and it's why we probably shouldn't gamble too much. But, you know, in the end, um, Kansas City has a quiet confidence that they've been here and they play like champions and they have another gear in the playoffs that is scary. So I'm going to lean towards them, but I've also feared San Francisco all season as this. So it's, it's an unbelievably great matchup. I'm so happy we get this game. It's, it's, it's everything we wanted. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Bob. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Anytime. Graves on Gridiron. Great to get the thoughts of Bob Sturm ahead of this weekend's huge matchup here in Las Vegas, Nevada. There is more to that interview, which we're going to hold back once the season's concluded. There'll be a, a number of organizations that we take a closer look at as we head towards free agency and the NFL draft. So with Bob Sturm being based in, in Dallas, we'll be taking a, a deeper dive into the Dallas Cowboys and what changes we might expect from them and obviously Bob's thoughts on what changes he feels are necessary if the Cowboys has progressed further in the postseason and emulate that success they've been enjoying in recent years in the regular season as well. But for today, that just about wraps it up. We'll have more reaction, more views over the next three or four days, right up to the Super Bowl itself, and we'll react to the result as it happens. Remember, a new podcast every day this week from Graves on Gridiron as we build up to the biggest game in the American sporting calendar. And if that isn't enough content for you, then make sure you check out my YouTube channel, at Richard Graves TV. You'll see all the interviews we've done this week, full length, unedited, right there for, for your pleasure, and a little bit of colour as well as we catch a flavour of the excitement that has grabbed Las Vegas as we build up to their very first hosting of the Super Bowl this week. It's a big deal for everybody involved in this city, and of course the matchup itself, a huge deal for America, but specifically a huge deal for the fans of the Kansas City Chiefs 
and of course the San Francisco 49ers. We're getting closer, folks. The excitement is palpable in Las Vegas, and there's plenty more to come. So don't be shy. Make sure you download this podcast every day of this week. We'll have some special guests between now and Super Bowl Sunday as well. You don't want to miss it. But for now, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.